This is part two of Secret Winning Strategies to Build a Seven-Figure Business. Welcome to the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. In this episode, Megan DeMartino and the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast discuss how to build and sell a seven-figure business. So if you want to pick the right business idea, understand the secrets to get into seven figures and sales, and sell your business once it reaches seven figures, tune in now. In this episode, you'll discover the right process to setting up your business for growth, how to scale your business, how to find the right clients, how to build a team, how to outsmart your competition, and how to find a buyer for your business. Megan DeMartino is a serial entrepreneur and an accomplished author who has grown three seven-figure businesses. Megan's niche is in the health and beauty industry, but the principles shared in this episode should be applied to any business. Megan is also the author of Amazon bestseller, Hope and Possibilities. More information about Megan can be found at www.megandemartino.com. That's M-E-G-A-N-D-I. M-A-R-T-I-N-O.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, B2B Digital Selling Secrets. Level up your digital selling skills and receive a free copy of Amazon bestseller, B2B Digital Selling Secrets, by going to www.b2b, that's the number two, B2B Digital Selling Secrets.com. You only pay for shipping. But the reality is we're human and when we're on social media and we're only seeing the highlight reel, when something human pops up, something relatable, something vulnerable, that builds trust. Then what I have to do is offer them something that has a high enough perceived value to overcome their desire to not get pitched or spammed or bothered or annoyed. I have to go on a gut level first and foremost, what sells me? How do we take some of the repetitive, quote unquote, bureaucratic tasks out of the hands of the rep and automate those to free up time for them to spend selling? How can we create a place where it's positive, where there's nothing but motivation, education, and inspiration? And how can we do it consistently? Five, four, three, two, one. Megan, you shared so much there, and hopefully, some you know whoever's listening in right now is taking notes because I, I think just the, you know the, that you know first couple minutes here. I mean, this this was uh, so much great content. So we talked about forming a team, being unique, service, following your drive, following your passion, bringing on the right people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Innovating in a pandemic um, or in whatever the situation is. Right. Um, could you, we take a step back and let's talk about when you were forming your team, of course, when you're starting your first business, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't have a lot of capital available to invest in a big team. I'm, I know there's ways to do that. There's affiliate programs and, and that sort right. of thing. Um, when you formed your first team, did you wait for a while to where you were, you know, kind of doing the business, it was somewhat successful and then bring the team on? Or did you come up with an idea and right away you're like, okay, I need these people based on my strengths and weaknesses. And then how did you um, cover the cost of that team? And if I could just add to that question, Megan, because something that you said really hit hard and I'm sure a lot of people listening will be asking the same question. You said, just start. And so to Gary's point of, you know, how did you get these people together? What was the mindset to get started in order to make these, uh, these events happen or these uh, points in the, in the timeline of your, of your business start falling together? Well, as I'm going to back a track a tad. I had started three businesses, two skincare brands and one clinical medical wellness spa. So three, but all in the same genre. Mm. 
uh, piecing together and supporting each other. But let's go back to the first business, Glycolique in 92. First off, I had relationships in the industry. So I didn't just walk into um, a wholesale distributor show and say, hi, I'm here. So I had proven myself with these other companies. And when I hired manufacturers reps, you know, they knew my work, they knew my work ethic, and they took my brand on. The same difference with the distributor, they knew me and they said, yeah, I'll give you a shot. Even though back in 92, skincare was really not, I mean, you won't believe this, but it wasn't uh, the guy at Alcon that I worked for. Uh, I initially said, let's do a skincare brand. And he said, skincare doesn't sell. So I just want to throw that out. Okay, but, that go, but that's because that was just beginning. So you have to have that courage of your conviction to start. So back to your question though. So I knew what I was doing, so to speak, in the structure of the distributorship, you know, genre. Because again, there was only wholesale and then a brick and mortar. So do, during, so I started by myself. And then as uh, very quickly though, it took off. And during that season, people would come up to, and th this can be applicable to anything, uh, but people would come up to my booth at a trade distributor trade show and say, I love these products. And they would just gush and gush. And I was paying attention to who was saying this and how they were purporting themselves. And I said, would you like to work with me? Because again, this was a national company, meaning I was selling distributors all over the country. Well, I couldn't do it all. And there were, then they wanted classes done. So these were regional type of things. So I would pay attention to who was saying what. And I'd say, would you like to work with me? Really, they'd say. And so from there, I started building a team. And from there, of course, the cream rises and the individual, and that happens in anything. Any, anything that's happened here at Novita, the cream rises, uh, Gigi Spencer, I'll give her a shout out. She is just amazing. She's been with me for 12 years and she's the team captain. Guess what guys, I just sold this business. And one of the things that this man said that purchases, he said, wow, this is so well run. He had no idea, you know, me walked in, he only was approaching me from my the reputation of the business so you have to allow that team to rise and then support them but back to your question though about you know finances it's a great question because that is the challenge of any business and so with that start i have an adage start small and go big and so in the beginning you're gonna have to do most of it yourself you have to, you have to be prepared for that. And then slowly build that team from people that are going to support that vision and, and really uh, want to be part of that vision. They're very excited about that vision. Now, multi-level marketing, you don't have to have inventory. You can like the Tupperware bowls, so to speak. You know, I didn't have to buy, uh, you know, the company. I, you know, uh, sold what they had. So that's a great way of uh, today to build a business and then build a team and then if you want to go on from there and by the way i'm doing that right now it'll be on my website in about a week called curated beauty and i'm putting some brands together 
and again, it's sort of like the Tupperware, the bowls. I'm not so interested in just being out there selling, uh, eye, uh, you know, uh, magnetic eyelashes and, and things like that, but things that I'm interested in. But I'm doing this so I have a product. Now, they can get involved with the Novitaspa clinical products. Those are on our website right now with a shopping cart. But my point is I want to help others understand how to build a business, not just the beauty industry through this course or the spa industry, but to build a team, you have to have a product, you have to believe in that product, and then you have to communicate that product. And then you, uh, people will be attracted to you because they love the product. And so both skincare brands that I sold ostensibly, or certainly the first one, and then the second one, um, through the wholesale industry. But then, of course, websites happened. Uh, my first website in 98, you know, and then added a shopping cart and things like that. But the point is, a team is built through your business, through the product, because you have to, I can't sell a thing if I don't believe in it. Absolutely. Yep. And I hope people are still taking notes because that was just, that was some amazing content right there about, about building a team. Um, so I, one thing that was very valuable that you mentioned is you, ha you had relationships within a niche, within a particular yes. category, and you were passionate about it. So right off the bat, you can get clients that way, I imagine. Mm -hmm. And then you, there are other people that were interested in your business. They became basically your team. And, mm -hmm. um, and then you, just, you kind of expanded from there and continue to add value and uniqueness to your business that differentiated yourself versus your competition. And I know we just have a few minutes left, but I would love to hear, you know, you got it to a certain point and then people wanted to buy your business. So how did that all transpire? You know, uh, I just wanted to share one thing about this spa, which is a different animal. Uh, basically, I just want to share in this. I'm going to answer your question with this is that when I came to Georgetown, Texas, which is right outside of Austin. So I was living in Fort Worth and I did market research and it's a whole long story. But the point is, I knew not one soul. So again, about building a team. I went to the beauty schools and started culling through them and speaking, you know, and finding, because I couldn't do it all. I started it by myself as an esthetician in one room and then built it to a thousand square feet and then uh, 4,000 square feet. So start small, go big. But I built it through the valedictorian, so to speak, from the beauty schools. But then the client base uh, was about networking. You must network. You must be out there. Networking also is key. Why did I get nominated for the Women's Way Award? Because of the reputation. Why did the individual knock on my door one day? I was there. I just finished my own podcast. And I, I never went dark, by the way, when we closed the business. I just was with my staff on Zoom calls and so forth. But that's a whole different thing. And so you have to, we've been using the word unique throughout this and so I asked this gentleman, how did he know I existed? And he said, because he's been buying some other spas. He's building a spa network in the Austin area. And he said, well, your reputation precedes you. And then I, and, you know, of course, my website. And then he started talking to uh, distributors of products and things, I, and to really look into the viability of my uh, business. And so that's why he approached me about that so but I would never have been 
done anything in these 15 years if I hadn't started, as I said, small and go big, and, but network, network, network. It's your net worth, as they say. So it's about getting out there and building that brand, having people know who you are, meaning we're 20 miles north of Austin, but we still, it's a bedroom community of Austin, but 15 years ago, it wasn't, you know? Right. And so um, it was called George Patch, actually, to me. And so, you know, I just, but I, I like, uh, I understood, I knew that the market was going to grow. But, but the point is to get out and network and build and build your reputation and um, be very focused on that. Uh, marketing 101 is to know who you are and what you are. And so, and never just laser focus on that and continue to build that brand. I had been, by the way, approached before about selling this business, but it wasn't the right party and it wasn't the right time. And that's a whole other thing to know when it is time, because I know, I knew, I should say in my heart that it was time to, um, possibly do this when he approached me because uh, for the last two years I have been building uh, or working on other things such as this course but I also wrote a book and I'd like to end with this it's called hope and possibilities just over the horizon it's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams and I uh, put it up on Amazon at the end of December and on January 4th it went to number one in the business, one of the, the four business categories that we put it up in. And so um, in the lockdown, I said to myself, I'm going to put this on my website so people can download it for free for hope and possibilities. And it has a lot of these nuggets in it. It's more about my story, but it is about hope. It, uh, I'm saying it's not a direct business building that's coming next, the five C's, but a building, a begin, build and sustain a business. Uh, but it is about hope because you have to have hope because hope, you know, yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. God's gift to us today. That's why they call it the present. Fantastic, Megan. Thank you so much for being on the show today. If, if somebody wants to reach out to you to get more information about your course or, or just talk to you, and um, what's the best the network. way? For, yeah, network. Network, absolutely. What's, what's the best way for them to reach you? Go to our, uh, my website, megandimartino.com. D-I-M-A-R-T-I-N-O. So like you were saying, how do you pronounce that? Uh, but it's D-Martino. But MeganDMartino.com and just enter, you know, your information and you'll receive the, uh, the book, Hope and Possibilities, but also I will reach out to you. Absolutely. Okay. And we'll, we'll post the, uh, the, the website um, when we, on this podcast as well. So you should see it. If you're viewing the podcast, you should see it in the description below. Um, and then also if you're on Facebook, watching the I'm live. I was just going to say Facebook as well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Gary. Megan yep. DiMartino. Okay. We'll have it on Facebook as well. Um, we also like to give a shout out to our sponsor, um, B2B Digital Selling Secrets. Uh, if you'd like a free copy of B2B Digital Selling Secrets, that's at B2B with the number two, B2B DigitalSellingSecrets.com. Thank you again, everyone, for joining us on the show today and tuning in and um, look forward to future episodes of the Digital Selling Secrets podcast.